Hello. Hello and welcome to the ODR <laughs> Podcast. I am Brett Rio. I am joined here by my co-host Christian Duran. This is the only podcast that'll make your mother clutch her pearls and say, oh dear. That's right. We are ODR Network of ODR Limited, ODR Nation, ODR Subsidiaries, all into their four for way right now. How dare you? I threw it. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, y'all. That's right. There's a new big dick in town, man. (laughs) I think you're the cock of the walk. That was good. That was good. Um, Yes, we are here today. No Nick Whitmer uh, again this week. His wife's having a baby. Literally, like, (laughs) imminently. It's it's coming. Like, they're at the hospital right now. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Uh, (laughs) I don't know what they want out there, but... I don't think that's bad to say. They're, I mean, it's little baby Whitmer's coming very soon. They're at uh, uh, Menorah Hospital, Hospital room yeah. 45. <laughs> so, yeah, they love going. guests. <laughs> they want I, strangers dude, to come. How funny would it be, dude, if we showed up at the hospital door, knock, knock, holding three podcast microphones? <laughs> yeah. All right, you guys ready to set up? Um, this is good for the show, man. This is content. This is content. <laughs> content. Ugh. Like, we know this is good. Yeah. But, no, so uh, get ready for that, Mr. Oh, this, pod- this podcast is, by the way, I feel, you know, gypped. Or wait, that's I've been told is an offensive word. I feel cheated. Is it? I, gypped, I've been told, is an offensive word because it's what is gypsy. It? Gypsy. Okay. So gypped is Yeah, but you a, have to tell me that. If I don't know that, like, why is it then it's not offensive? Like, you know what I mean? It also like, is like, how mainstream bad is it? It, it, right. it That is relevant. Like, like yeah. take, for example, the people can't see this. Do you know that thing where you make a little O with your in your uh, pointy yeah. finger and your thumb, and then you put yeah. it below your waist, and if they look at it, you get to, like, punch them. Ha-ha, <laughs> made mm-hmm. you look. I was told, like, a few weeks ago by my friend, he goes... That is a white, the uh, Proud Boys and like white, like uh, whatever nationalist organizations. That's mm-hmm. now a, like they're using that symbol, so you shouldn't yeah. do that anymore. And I was like, God, what the fuck? Like, right? I can't know, you know? Yeah. I'm, how can I be expected to know like everything that's all the time going on? Everything that's always offensive at any moment. They didn't to be make updated. a Nazi symbol. Like right. that's obviously we know. But yeah, I don't know. So, you know, when he told me it was a white nationalist symbol, uh, you, you know. kept doing it. <laughs> you did it more. <laughs> I'm taking it back. <laughs> taking it back for non-racist. But um, just but off the, did I cut, yeah, I cut you off? What, were you, what was your point before? Jip, uh, gypsy, Jip. Jip. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, said oh here's, why feel, here's why I feel cheated. Both you and you and Whitmer both have had or are currently having a baby, mm-hmm. and both of you took, I think, about two weeks of paternal leave from the Odeo <laughs> podcast. And I think I took one. I'll be honest. Wow! If dude, I pat myself on the back, dude, you are so much. Whitmer is soft, bro. <laughs> I think I took soft. the because he was born on a, a, Tuesday, a Wednesday. And I think I might have taken that actual Tuesday off or the next one. I don't know. But I think I had one week. I think I've only been off of this podcast. There's only like two episodes where I haven't been on. Dude. I'm the main, I'm the crux. I'm the nexus of this thing. You really are. You really are, <laughs> you know, Mr. 3000. You're the Cal Ripken. You're Cal Ripken. And that's He's why I famous... deserve to do the intro. I know. How, how bad do you, do you feel? You're, people can't see Christian's boiling. Seething, yeah. A, uh, a glass he was holding in his hands broke apart. <laughs> I muted myself for that part, but yeah, just know that there's a broken glass and a crying wife. <laughs> the fuck? You don't understand. He didn't let me do my intro. And I almost did it well, except I jumbled the order of things. Mm, so I had yeah. to. Yeah, you, you gotta know, know what you're doing. Yeah, no, but uh, so, you, so what you're telling me is you need some time off. All right, we can arrange that. <laughs> celebrity guest week uh we'll have the dude who got canceled off jeopardy <laughs> coming oh that's <laughs> such a story. Uh, that's such a funny story man the jeopardy saga yeah i was like you know you know how you are like tangentially involved in news stories not involved yeah. but you read about them that mm-hmm. one i why did i follow that i don't even watch jeopardy 
but it was, yeah. it became more, there's a lot of wrinkles to it. So for those yeah. who will do the quick back recap, Jeopardy, Jeopardy is a famous game show. Uh, just too much yeah. backstory. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Created by Milton Berle. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. So they needed a replacement for Alex Trebek, who obviously died a few while back. And yeah. um, they searched for the host and they had all of these guest hosts come in. Some famous, some random as fuck. Like, okay. Yeah. So they had LeVar Burton reading Rainbow, I believe is his claim who, of fame, right? Yes, who kind of and and uh, Star Trek in the '90s. He kind of um, what's it called? Uh, campaigned a little bit for it. Like the internet, Reddit was big on him doing it. Sure, and it seemed you know he seems like a good fit in terms right. of like he was on another educational, educational. wholesome program. Right. Uh, you know, has obviously a ton of TV experience. Um, then he was an example. Then there was like they had. Air, like Aaron Rodgers, a quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Guest, and I was just like, is this what happens in showbiz where you're just yeah. powerful and you're like, yeah, I just want to do that. So I'm just going to do that. You know what it is about I'm, Aaron Rodgers? Uh, I, I don't like, I don't, I know very little about football, but I heard Aaron Rodgers on a podcast and I was pretty impressed by how smart he was. And that's it. Like, People are so impressed that he's not dumb that they'll let him do anything. They're like, you're quarterback. You're host Jeopardy? <laughs> you're not like, you don't have CTE. Uh, <laughs> that, that, I, so that's why he probably got asked. They heard that same podcast and they're like, wait, a football player who, you know, talks intelligently. Um, yeah. He was one. And then, if you know, Ken Anderson Jennings. Cooper. Yeah, Ken Jennings. Oh, Anderson Cooper did? Yeah. He's one where it's like, do you want to host or do you yeah. want to just keep living off the Vanderbilt family? Funds? Right. Yeah. Which I believe he is related to the Vanderbilt. He is. Um, yeah. I think. His mom. So uh, great story about Cornelius Vanderbilt. Uh, I hmm. read a book about him. Uh, this is a tangent, but Cornelius Vanderbilt, when he was 18, uh, he was like a, a second in command of a ship. And uh, he just threw the captain off the ship and was like, I'm now the captain. And you could just do shit like that in 1910. Yeah. That, so, yeah. Because you're on a boat. Like, who's going to stop you? There's no cops. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's no helicopters. You don't radio for anybody. <laughs> this isn't Grand Theft Auto where you got four yeah. stars now. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. you're like, oh, fuck, I got to change outfits. <laughs> you're just like, well, he's the governor of the boat. <laughs> it's over. Uh, that was an era where being a man and just being able to just physically dominate yeah. was way more relevant to yeah. like, and I, I think it's exclusively a good thing that we're not like who should lead us. The guy who wins the most arm wrestling competitions. <laughs> yeah. That's the best leader for me. Right. Um, well, if the dollar collapses, that's where we're going to go to. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, I look forward to being the ruler, but, um, <laughs> so Jeopardy, uh, those hosts, a couple others. Um, and then what happened was the, uh, uh, one of the producers who was involved in the decision-making process. Do you know this man's name, Christian? I think it's, isn't it Mike, Mike Richards, Mike Richards it's, or Matt Richards. It's, it's Mike Richards. Okay. Which we all know Michael Richards from right. his famous stint at the Laugh Factory. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, also Seinfeld, I guess. Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my, the other my, thing he did. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Kramer with the, the you know, N-word heard around the world. Um, right. I think in a lot of ways he was the first celebrity to get canceled in the way that we think about canceling now. Mm -hmm. I that, mean, I'm sure there was somebody else, but he was the first one. That I can well, think of that like yeah. really got the ball rolling. <laughs> it was footage. That was like yeah. a big thing was like, I don't know how this was before cell phones footage. This was like 2005. So like maybe some shitty flip phones. Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So he, uh, the, and then that's one where every canceling story, it's all case by case. Yeah. Like that's one where, you know, you watch a guy going on an end bomb tirade on stage yeah. that you got, you're not like, all right, there was, I don't think there was anyone in 2005 who was like, this cancer culture has gone too far. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or just this people are mad. 
Yeah. That was one um I the I, I might have told you this before, but um it's like Chappelle's Laugh Factory bit where he's talking about he's like, When I saw the Michael Riches video, I realized I was eighty percent comedian and twenty percent black because the black side of me was like, Michael Richards, you son of a bitch, how you know, but the comedian in me is like, Woo, he's having a bad set. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, don't let him break you, Kramer. <laughs> but um, the the I might have told you this before, but the screenwriter of 12 Years a Slave, John Ridley, and the yeah, writer of Undercover Brother. One of the best. He was one a, of my favorites, yeah. Great movie. He was a, uh, he used to be a stand-up comedian, right? Mm-hmm. And when the Michael Richardson came out, this is after, sometime after, but like, I remember reading a piece from him that was like, <laughs> it was like, uh, the gist of it was, you know, Michael Richards shouldn't have said that. And that's a horrible thing that he did, but don't talk at a comedy club, please. <laughs> He's like, don't heckle. <laughs> and I was like, wow, he's a real, he's a comic. <laughs> like, that's, that doesn't really leave me. He's like, he should in no way have responded that way, but also don't fucking heckle. Don't fucking heckle. <laughs> Yeah, very, com- very bad. You know, and you're, it, there's always a flow chart in your brain of like, yeah. and you know, having the arrow go, go toward throwing the end bomb out is typically ill-advised. Yeah. Um, most, most usually. So Mike but, Richards. Mike Richards. Host of, so he, who was like involved in the selection process, then was like, oh, I... I'm also going to throw my hat in the ring to potentially be a host yeah. and then told everyone like, Oh, I'm not involved in the selection process anymore. Right. And uh surprise, surprise, guess who got the job? The man yeah. who was at one point involved in the decision-making process. And he does look so quintessentially tailor made to be a game. So game show host. And then right. he seems so nor like so like blank. developed he's like a blank, blank. page yeah yeah it's yeah, exactly. like a blank like he's like good looking enough but not good looking to stick out he just looks like it's like a saltine cracker became a yeah. human he just looks like mm-hmm. that and like apparently behind the scenes he was doing slightly shady stuff who knew mm-hmm. to sabotage other people's chances Right. Like, for, for example, uh, Ken, Jen- Ken Jennings was, yeah. you know, was obviously a famous celebrity Jeopardy guest who is, you know, now just in that community, was one of the guest hosts tapped. And then they were like, we're going to have Ken Jennings guest hosted. But then Ken Jennings had another kind of conflict with the schedule or something. Honestly, and- though, what is he doing? <laughs> that's what, what i was like what schedule is, conflict what is he shooting the new marvel movie with the fuck? yeah really <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is he, is doing? he hosting trivia night somewhere else like what, what is he <laughs> at, doing just at a bar at a bar <laughs> <laughs> You're like this is a way better trivia night you can instead of making 40 dollars in drink tickets dude you can get paid yeah. three grand <laughs> that'd be great if he's one of those guys that's like hosting wet t-shirt contests <laughs> like they'll take any celebrity to just like <laughs> trying to just boost ticket sales yeah however so apparently he like kenjin was like oh, i have a conflict and then shortly after was like never mind i resolved the conflict i'm good to go but this guest host mike richards mm-hmm. was uh like oh it's too bad sorry we were gonna go ahead Close. and show today yeah like and then it was just him who was hosting mike Rickard, richards yeah. and then you know does his jeopardy address where he's like you know, unfortunately, he does what everyone is doing for bullshit now, which is unfortunately due to COVID, he was not able to join it. Due to COVID has yeah. become this catch-all. Listen, it's not an excuse anymore. Unless you have it, <laughs> unless you have it, it's yeah. not an excuse anymore. Fast food restaurants don't want to open up their dining rooms. It's yeah. it's due to safety and COVID. Shut the fuck up. It's because mm. you're getting more money by not having any of our fat asses sit in the seats. And you That's don't have true. to pay as many employees to clean up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he was like, due to COVID, we're, you know, uh, I'm guest hosting. And I'll be honest, I watched sorry, that guys. video clip. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, just, I, I, mean, it. I don't know what to do. <laughs> or I guess I'll do this thing that I've 
Sociopathically, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Surreptitiously, like Littlefinger, working my way up Dude, into this job. That is exactly how this guy feels. He, <laughs> he has felt like a Littlefinger who's like, You're not meant to be king, but you're just in the great game. Yeah. And you're trying to maneuver and figure out a way until you can get that person knocked up. I bet when LeVar Burton guest hosted, he was behind the camera the whole time going like, yeah, fuck you. Like, hey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like doing the free throw hands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and LeVar Burton's like, it's, you know, I'm going to flub a line when someone's just yeah. like holding up a sign that says you suck eggs. <laughs> um, so he uh, guest he hosted. Himself, yeah. And, and then and then shortly thereafter announced himself to be the permanent host the permanent host and then his announcement was like I promise I wasn't involved in the process now as you can understand the internet was a buzz with uproar because it felt like someone just giving a job to themselves someone who you know I don't know what it means to be qualified to host jeopardy right but it just it felt like an unfair process and people were mad and so when people are mad they dig up everything you said yeah and this guy apparently he hosted co-hosted a podcast or hosted that was like he had said the word retarded on it he Mm -hmm. had called women on the price is right which he was a producer on at one point like booth Booth sluts which i which yeah yeah which to me sounds like a term that probably everyone uses backstage at the prices right that sounds like something that is like used that sounds like yeah. a thing that you'd use at work that's like yeah. funny to everybody but then you take it out of the context of that job specifically and yeah and it sounds really messed up yes uh, not to defend it but like i i'm a little bit like i mean if if one of those um, the women who does that job refers to themselves as that, then I think it's okay. Yes. Uh, yeah, that, that's what I think probably existed yeah. is that they, and in, in the article of wanting to tear them down again, you maximize villainy of course, and you, you trim out any context to maximize villainy. And I bet that was a somewhat industry standard term. Yeah. That even was, you know, it's kind of tongue in cheek. Right, yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't think in a workplace you would be like, yeah, hey, booth slut. And people like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't say that. Right, right. Um, you know, it's like, you know, I worked at Now This, and we called the producers, uh, you know, gay wad editors. It's just, like a, <laughs> it's just a thing. Just part of just, the, you know, it's just a rib. <laughs> I mean, you know, I did, and I yeah. assumed everyone else was doing it, but right. uh, I wouldn't actually do that. <laughs> but, uh, so, you know, so the article is like, he said that and this and that. And, you know, yeah. when you take out the context, you are like, wow, yeah, no, these aren't great. But also, who among us is like trying to clutch pearls and be like, he said retarded, as if that yeah. is this, you know, this uh, dictation of his moral worth. Right. Like, you're not a bad person, even if you are a little reckless with language. Yeah. You know, Kramer stuff aside, uh, <laughs> like, but that was yeah. more like it felt real than just yeah. the word, even though it's a bad word. It yeah, felt he well, real. he not only yeah, he didn't just use the word; he also gave some context. <laughs> he also put some historical. Uh, that's that's true. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, if it was a couple, if it was a hundred years ago, you'd be on a tree with a fork up your ass, and you're like, oh god, <laughs> Ooh, you. Uh, even even hearing it 20 years after the fact you're like you're like ooh, ooh boy <laughs> hope that never happens to me yeah yeah <laughs> um no i'm kidding uh but uh so upon you know these things being on earth jeopardy does an about face mm-hmm. that is like mike richards is now stepping down as the host i think he did one television setting like he filmed four yeah. episodes that they're gonna roll anyway and then uh he was like i am abdicating my position and uh i'm doing the work i'm pretty sure he said yeah and I mean, uh, don't have to read the read the 
the press release. You could just know he's. I'm doing the work. I'm stepping aside. Stepping I'm going to educate myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, educate myself. I'm doing the work. Uh, who I was wasn't who I was now. And some yeah. of the, I mean, that's like that that's one is true. a fair right. point. Yeah. But also, the main thing is. Even if this guy stinks and it little fingered his way, <laughs> yeah, it's still that doesn't mean I'm like, yeah, get him for that. Like, right? Um, That's that, that might be somebody at Jeopardy who's like, or a group of people at Jeopardy who are like, mm, fuck this guy, and then that, they go like, uh, yeah. they've been ho- they've been <laughs> sitting on those podcast episodes. If anything, <laughs> if he gets any big break, yeah, exactly, um, yeah. But so, uh, or it's LeVar Burton's agent who <laughs> found that. I mean, I mean, I, I could see LeVar. That guy seemed to want the job bad. I could see him hiring a few people off Upwork. So yeah. <laughs> Ten dollars an hour. Dig up something up. on this squad. <laughs> I was thinking my job. I was thinking that uh, because of this. And you know what? Like, I don't really care about this guy. Like, I don't like I have no I don't want to defend him, really. Sure, wanna, but, you know what I mean, but like but go off, I, King. <laughs> I do think you should only get one month to be upset about a podcast episode. Like, if you don't hear it that month, you don't get to be upset about it later. This That's is, it. Yeah, this is. If a you're great not a fan, point. <laughs> if you're not a fan of the podcast, and like you know, if you listen to it that first month and you're outraged, I feel like you have a genuine. Okay, you're a listener. You're a listener to that podcast, and right. they said something that you don't appreciate. You get to be upset about it. Right. A year down the road that to a podcast you don't listen to, you don't get to be upset. I think you're right. I think we need a statute of limitations mm-hmm. on, I think a month for a pod. It can be different yeah. for different things. For a podcast, it's a month. A month for an episode. A tweet, you get mm, 10 days. A tweet is 10 days. Because, yeah, cause especially since like a podcast is like, you know, it's all off the cuff. Or yeah. most of them. So no one's when you're trying to be entertaining, like, you know, I've long called Christian a booth slut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, a booth. Uh, that's I think that's a good rule. I think it. I you Because you, you don't you're right. You don't get to be mad about something that you never would have known existed. Exactly. Never. I never would have known existed. Which back to the earlier point of the term gypped, like if you never told me that, how like I wouldn't have known. I didn't know where that's from. Like, how am I supposed to like just because I'm ignorant of it doesn't mean it's like I'm, you know, willfully ignorant of it or like, I don't know. I, I just think it's like that's unfair. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Uh, I do think that it's relevant how well known the thing is right i, I kind of think like in the same way if you know how some words can now become offensive mm-hmm. i think we need to allow words to have them become not offensive if, <laughs> yeah. if that's how get, if that's how what happens with time sure like they get delisted from the offensive they get delisted <laughs> like like apparently someone do someone was telling me a picnic is okay a, no I know that, but they were like a very, very, very woke person was trying to do the thing where it was like, well, did you know picnic comes from a, and because it's an American word, it probably has something to do with, you know, us oppressing black people yeah, or something like that. Um, And that's one where you're like, uh, okay, well, clearly now it's no longer. It's been uh, so, it's so far removed from that, that like you're. The fact that you went back to look at that context is like you were looking for something to be upset about. Like nobody was looking for that. Yes. Except you. Right. And I don't think there's a, you know, realistically, there's not like a single well-adjusted, you know, black person who, if you were like, yeah, me and my wife, we just, you know, we brought our kids to a picnic who was like, (gasps) oh, do you even, yeah. No, what? No. So like. That was one, I guess it referred to people who used to have, uh, it used to be, you know, a celebration of like literally killing, uh, festive events attended by racist whites were what picnics were. Black men released from jail would be, quote, caught by mobs of white men who would lynch or burn them alive in front of cheering, God crowd, damn. cheering crowds. But according to Reuters, 
That is not true. The word picnic does not originate from racist lynchings. All right. It probably. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's the so woke you're in. Uh, it's the camp that's so woke you're an insomniac where it's I like, know. okay, all right. <laughs> fucking, it's okay Hurry to up. sleep. <laughs> yeah. Just take a fucking nap, bro. Wow. Like, uh, but that's I'm a QAnon. That's QAnon yeah. for the other side. It's just like, also like if you're the person, if you're a person who like, is looking up words to be upset about like somebody said marijuana is offensive to the term marijuana is offensive to you know latinos i think because of something else i don't even remember what the whole thing was like mtv had this little like web series called decoded that was like here are words you shouldn't use anymore and it's like just look it's reaching it's just all a reach like if you're that person go volunteer please go volunteer for something because this is such a stupid use of your time yeah yeah it's it's that if you don't say anything you're not trying to help but if you're acting like you're trying to help yeah. then go help go right. actually help because you know it's not help to just put pointless language like pointless thoughts into the ear yeah. that don't actually make anyone's life better yeah in any case know. well look Mike Richards, rest in, <laughs> rest in power, King. <laughs> He's officially on the cancel uh, list. You know, one thing they, they got mad at him about that was mm. probably him being ironic. And again, everything over text looks worse. Yeah, than, of course. Uh, and you hear, you know, someone's intonation of voice. But he said... He said, like, oh, you know, I when I saw Ryan Seacrest blow up, I was rooting for him because, you know, I it it was uh, you know, straight white guy and a good looking straight white guy, which made me think there was a chance for a good looking straight white guy like me. And the article angles that like, oh, this like it's just like I feel like he's trying to be funny. Yeah. But But yeah. we already don't like you, so it's over. That's then that that's the that's the central main thing at all. It's like yeah. your level of like if your your introduction into the mainstream pop culture consciousness is that, yeah. and also like probably Jerry or cheating, you know, yourself into a host. Uh, probably one of the most revered. I would say one of the most revered television institutions. Yeah, Jeopardy is in that class. You know what, though? I'm really sick of the idea of, like, institutions in television. It's like, I don't know. They're just shows. Like, when people... This is like, a great I, point. <laughs> I've just I've talked about this before, but when people get upset about who is or isn't casted on SNL, I'm like, it's not your show. Like, it's not a, it's not a government utility. You know, it's not a public utility. Like, it's a show that was created by Lorne Michaels and that has just been on for long that you have a connection to because you grew up with it. You don't own it. Like, and That's you know not, what? Yeah. the worst thing ever that happened to, I think started this whole culture of inner of the internet, like, you know, pushing whatever they want yeah. or is Betty white. Betty white hosting SNL was the worst thing to happen <laughs> to society at large. <laughs> Cause uh, that was the first one, right? That um, was, yeah, it was the first one. It was the first time the internet like got something accomplished <laughs> in that way. Like Twitter really banded together and uh, we got, got something done. And that was like, that was like, you know, that was like in the superhero origin story, them realizing they had powers yeah, and then quickly trying things ways to use those powers in increasingly worse and worse and more toxic and toxic ways right uh, yeah that's accurate but like you know and i've said it before probably but it's like snl is not like you know it's it's not your show like you get to watch it they don't owe you anything but sketches at eleven thirty. yeah uh, and you can be mad about it but like i, I just don't know what people think like how come nobody goes like uh you know there's not enough black women on two and a half men <laughs> or like the big bang theory like what why do we why do people pick and choose i guess it's because snl is like a launching like a platform i guess a launching point for careers but it's also like 
it wasn't always and it like doesn't have to be it just is yeah and some people don't necessarily succeed there not for like you know lack of talent but just like everything it's just fucking hard as hell to succeed at it yeah um and there's also just like chance in politics and like uh i'm sure a host of random things but people do derive identity out of other people's success in showbiz and i think that's just like weird yeah you know even like take like take that year moonlight versus la la land i remember it was like you're like we're not a good person if you like la la land in certain like new york like liberal circles because la la land is associated with whiteness like white like just white people whiting it up and yeah. moonlight was like, this is a story about uh, gay black guys from the hood. Yeah. Um, and that kind of hits. It hits the woke button. surface level. Like yes. woke yeah. buttons. And it's a good movie. I, it's a good movie. Know, it's very it well once. done. Yeah, very exactly. Well done. Marshall Ali is truly an unreal actor. Yeah etc like it's great. great it's a good movie it's a great movie it was yeah you know beautifully directed like so much care went into it it's but super, I've only, but again super gay but it's also <laughs> same, <laughs> yes same thing i've only watched it once i don't know how many times i've watched la la land but it's a lot <laughs> some somehow somehow you know it's funny somehow the movie that was a musical was less gay <laughs> than that is one true. about black guys from the hood <laughs> who would have thunk but uh that was like you know emblematic of taste like your taste is your your politics like yeah. your what you believe is important and it's like no, you fucking idiot. Like I can believe like yeah. obviously historical oppression is still relevant to today's right. society and also think, hey, Ryan Gosling was fun at singing and dancing alongside Emma Stone. Right. The, yeah. Like you're not like you're not the sum of your taste and your taste doesn't isn't purely proof of all right. of your political opinions. And if you think it is, you're an idiot, I think. Yeah. And also the subject matter of a thing doesn't make it more, doesn't make the piece better than something that's the subject matter isn't as, you know, dramatic or as like heavy. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true too. That just because it seems heavier doesn't mean it's better or more meaningful. Of course, if it's done well, then probably yes. If they're dealing with tougher to handle themes than like Transformers. But <laughs> yeah, you know, but um, if uh, it's like you said one time, you like, you know, you've you'll watch movie critics when there's a movie that is, you know, made by black filmmakers about mm-hmm. the black experience. You've yeah. seen movie white movie critics are so if it do, it's not good, maybe it's just not a good movie. It's just it's not a good to make movie. Good. It's hard yeah. to make good things or not even not good. It's just fine or pretty yeah. average yes <laughs> maybe it's bad it's, yeah. the point is is like white movie critics out of fear of seeming like they couldn't get it yeah be so soft with criticism right. and i think you said you saw black critics criticizing movies be like this yeah. shit sucks sucked. <laughs> yeah it was uh uh i remember specifically is lovecraft country which is weird which is a weird show because like I didn't know anybody who watched it and th- and then it got canceled. And then everybody was like, dude, how could they cancel this? And I'm like, that was one where white critics were like, this is a triumph. It's go. It's so ambitious. I'll agree. It was ambitious, but like the black critics I read were like, this is a mess. <laughs> like it's all over the place. Doesn't work for me, brother. Um, uh, but yeah, like I, I felt the same. I was, I, I just, maybe I just didn't get it. You know, I'm maybe I'm dumb. And whoever came up with it is a genius, probably that that is probably more accurate than that. Or maybe it just wasn't that good. Um, <laughs> or that's it. art. That's art. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's people think Parasite. Some people think Parasite's not good. I think it's yeah. the best movie I've seen in half a decade. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, just it doesn't mean 
doesn't mean anything about, you know, you're a lesser person or you can't understand certain right. issues because you didn't like that film. And I, you know, I would argue people don't like La La Land. I'm like, you just don't get white culture. Like you just don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Try that argument. It's <laughs> hilarious. You just don't get us. Well, that, that was also part of La La Land hatred was they were like, this white guy is teaching black people about jazz i know yeah, yeah right and well hey maybe there is a white guy somewhere who studies it and knows a crap yeah. about it who there's just a, a black guy who just doesn't pay it yeah. hasn't paid attention to it like it's there like racist a, to assume that like a black person just is infused is, with just this knowledge <laughs> yeah i like, know yeah born with this with the you know? library of jazz yeah yeah like, They're imbued with jazz gifts on at birth. Yeah, like it's a fucking person. Like if yeah. they're raised in a household that only listens to punk music, which yeah. has happened, believe mm. it or not, they're not gonna know jazz. <laughs> and like, uh, um, yeah, there could be a Eminem of jazz. Like it, that's La La Land is a story of the Eminem of jazz. <laughs> <laughs> well. This is a, I got to tell this anecdote because this is a very relevant, funny anecdote. I think, um, one of my, uh, some, one of my friends who's in a, um, he's been in bands like his whole life since he was mm -hmm. 15. He's been in a band yeah. like every, and he's now 40. Yeah. So he's been banned. And he told me one of the bands he was in at one point was a, like a jazz band, mm. four piece, like a quartet jazz band. And he said it was with three like elderly black men. Yeah. in their late 60s like early 70s and he goes and he said it totally ruined for he said it totally ruined for me the stereotype that elderly black men are just inherently good at jazz because oh. he was <laughs> like he just goes they're terrible they weren't good yeah. And that's not because that's just because they have like picked up the instruments later in life. Yeah. And guess what? If you only play in two or three years, you're <laughs> not, not good. good. But yeah. he said it was funny because anytime they'd have a live show at a, like a sidewalk, a block thing, there'd be this really interesting thing where first off, he was like, I know I look really cool. He's a white yeah. guy. He's like, I look cool because I'm in this band. Yeah. And then he said, but he said it'd be funny because you could see tourists or whoever stopped to be like, Yes, this is the real. That's real. <laughs> this is real. And then he could see their faces kind of go like, wait yeah. a minute, does this kind of suck? Or... <laughs> but yeah. then because it's jazz, there's they're part like, of your brain that's like, no, but they're intentionally sucking. Yeah. Because they're so bored of being brilliant. Right. That yeah. they make it <laughs> shitty. <laughs> and this, this brilliant thing is they know that. So they're just trying to get money. <laughs> they're trying to get money and having their practices out in the open yeah, because exactly. why have a band practice, you know, why not just do it in the open? If you could just get 50 bucks, fuck it. Yeah. So, uh, that's, that's just, a, that's just a funny story to me about how people are people. Everyone's an individual. Yeah. Um, yep. 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 Speaking of individuals, should we get to one person? We both, you know, I think like a lot as an individual in many ways. Mr. Mm -hmm. Mr. Kanye West. Oh, right. Wow. On yeah. On the docket, Mr. West. Mr. West released an record. album. Finally. Donda. After Donda. a month. After I think three pushbacks. Of <laughs> three pushbacks. Well, he did. He had a listening party and, um, and people came out of that listening party at Mercedes Benz stadium in Atlanta. And we're like, this doesn't sound finished. Uh, his <laughs> album doesn't sound done. And then he proceeded to like set up shop in the stadium and kept recording from there. His producer is like famously this guy named Mike Dean, who's active on social media. And the Kanye West fans were like, Mike, blink if you're <laughs> if you need help. Uh, like they were the joke was he was captive in Mercedes Benz Stadium oh, because Kanye was like, Mike, we need to redo this whole song. So then he had a second listening party. Mm -hmm. and that one i guess went better but then people were like all right this album's definitely coming this week and it did not come and he had a third listening party and after that one apparently the album was released finally but he also said that universal put the album out without his permission yes. which is his record label 
which is interesting to be like, it's not ready. It's not ready. It's not ready. It's out. I wasn't ready. Yeah. Or, 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 or you know what I mean? Yeah. That almost um, sounds like he was like, shit. It, like maybe he got some reception back and was like, shit, it, it's not that good. I was ready. I was ready. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Uh, uh, you know, I listened to it mm-hmm. and Kanye, I'll always couch this with this. First off, this is my theory on Kanye is he's actually people go like, Oh, I'm white. And they're like, Oh, Eminem. Like that's like the white rapper. Like, yeah. no Kanye. Kanye is from the suburbs and I'm from the suburbs right. and Kanye made suburb kids feel seen. Cause what did he do? He yeah. put on a pink polo, pink polo and wore a backpack. I had a pink polo and was wearing a backpack and I was like, Oh fuck, it's me. <laughs> Kanye made suburb kids who tend to skew more Caucasian. That was our rapper. I didn't relate to Eminem. He was poor white trash. Yeah. <laughs> I would never be that. So <laughs> there was a, no, but you know what I mean though? Yeah, I know what you mean. But there was like a huge especially when he first came out, there's the huge black contingent that like fucked with him was because you gotta understand when he came out, it was fifty cent. Fifty cent was everything, right? So there was like so he became like sort of like the anti that of like any black person who's like i don't sell drugs and (laughs) i'm just a normal guy who's like you know just trying to make it through the day (laughs) that that was like his people but then slowly as he got more famous he started alienating that base a lot more and more but it is funny that you say that wait what base the base of like just black people who fuck with kanye And, and he didn't lose that he probably lost the most when he put the MAGA hat on. Yes. But people fucked with him heavy probably until then. Now there's like a backlash to him, like where a lot of people are just straight going like, no, nah, I'm not listening to it. Yeah, he he's done a lot. It's it's proof of how uh, how powerful an artist he is that he can still fill a stadium. Yeah. Even with all of or perhaps maybe in part because of all of the controversies he's always been involved in. Yeah. And let it be known that all contra- Kanye controversies, if I'm not mistaken, most of them are just him saying some shit that I feel like his intent or his meaning is meant to be good, but he yeah. just sometimes he's like in that way where he talks a lot, talks fast, and yeah. maybe the idea he's trying to get across isn't coming across. And he's using right. Reckless yeah. language. He, yeah, I would say that he definitely. The the thing that got him in some trouble was when he said that, like, uh, he's like, how could how could black people be slaves if there's so many of them? He's like, it feels like, it seems like, the, I forgot his quote, but he's like, some version of you can. Yeah. He essentially said you could only be a slave if you wanted to be a slave, and then that got him in trouble. But the thing is about that is like he talks metaphorically a lot and you know, when you take it literally, he it's, it's going to get fucked up. And even though he's like, he's trying to make a, a big sort of existential point, I guess it, you know, you, you, you just don't say that. Like, yeah, it's, it's just it, like kind of a dumb thing to say. Right. It, well, the way it's like reprinted is right. him saying slavery was a choice. A choice. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. And I, you, you can, know what he's like kind of attempting to say yeah but he like quite... it's a bigger hard to make point yeah like we all know no one could actually believe slavery was a choice right. but he's yeah. trying to say some version of like you know i think probably through intimidation and yes. fear like there's like almost like a mental prison of a sort right that and he's trying to equate that to what people to people what people go through now sort of yeah in terms of self-esteem and stuff but yeah. that's like i yeah you have to like work it just hard. wasn't elegant yes exactly you have to like and it's not elegant and yeah. i can't make that point i don't have the words in my tool belt not to yeah. mention a race where yeah. i would even want to make that point right but certainly like that's like such a challenging point that if someone's not going to give you a little more light of day or a, even a benefit of a doubt at all. Yeah. You're going to look like you're saying like, Hey, black people, why'd you choose to be <laughs> yeah, in exactly. um, Yeah. It's like when Chris Rock said that, uh, 
Chris Rock the his most famous bit, uh, black people versus now. Uh, <laughs> he versus. said that when he uh, he said that when he first started doing that bit, he's like it was so racist, and he's like I had to like I had to work on that so hard to get it to get across what I was actually trying to say. It's like that's basically what it was. It's like he had a point, but. He, he hadn't worked it out. He needed to go to right. a couple mics. <laughs> Chris Rock probably worked that bit out and that language out over yeah. so long. And by the end of it, it was one of the best stand-up bits of all time. Yeah. Um, Kanye was just shooting from the hip. <laughs> yep. And, and uh, he stepped on a couple landmines. Stepped on landmines. So Kanye has had many controversies, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's like, but it's always been things he said. Like, I, I don't believe yeah. he's had a sex assault case. Um, although recently, you know, people are mad at him because he had Charles, Charles Manson, Marilyn Manson. Yes. Charles, (laughs) Charles, Charles Manson. Manson. I mean, if he was still alive and out, he might, I wouldn't be surprised if you see OJ at the next Kanye listening party. Dude. Oh my God. (laughs) Fucking father stretch my hands featuring OJ. Oh my God. That's I'm sure that's a conversation. That's been a conversation at some point. To have OJ around him somewhere. But anyway, Donda. Donda. Yeah, it sucks. It's kind of a bummer. I remember turning it on so excited. Yeah. And uh, I, it just, it really just sounds like this guy keeps, and I'll never give up on him because I know he really is so musically talented. Mm-hmm. I'll never not listen to a Kanye album, but it just really does sound like a sketch of it's just like all unfinished songs mm. where you're like, Oh, maybe like, Oh, it never goes anywhere. It just stays in that one zone and it's repetitive. And, uh, yeah, it just feels hollow and incomplete. There's a couple of good songs, but I don't know. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've listened to it straight through once and then I've just been going through like different tracks that I like a lot. Um, I, I don't know. I like them all. I, I do actually like it all because I'm just a biased fan. And I, I don't know if I ever won't be. But um, but yeah, like he there's there's a couple of great songs like the the song where he samples Lauren Hill and the um, jail, the first jail song with Jay-Z. That's amazing. There's like some great, great stuff on there. I just I haven't given it a deep dive, but it's really long and like it does run together a little bit. Like there's some yeah. songs that I'm like, oh, this sounds like the last. Wait, which one is this again? Is this the one? Oh, okay. yeah. No, they, I think this is the other one. All right, never mind. They feel very. The songs feel like doodles, and they feel yeah. like they feel very um, almost like ethereal in terms of like just like fluid. Like they don't feel yeah. like oh, that's a song. They just feel like they run together in a kind of boring, monotonous yeah. way. I mean, I don't think he did anything that exciting with the production of it, mm. um, which is surprising for a guy like him. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I like. I can't. I can't shit on him. Like How people, I I saw yeah. some reviews that were like, "This trash. It's, it's trash." And I was like, "Come on, dude! Like, you can't just because he didn't vote for the guy you like, you can't just go like he sucks now. It he is, sucks musically, but he kind of has been, man. That's what sucks is like." Again, I'll never give up on Ye, but <laughs> Donda, if it was gonna, if you're gonna give a tribute to your mother, it's, it's named after his mother, Donda West. If you're gonna give her a tr- album tribute, make it good, like make it feel yeah. finished, because Donda, Jesus is King, uh, yeah, Donda, Jesus is King, not good. Life of Pablo, same thing, incomplete with a couple amazing highlights, but no, no song in this do I go. That's amazing. There's mm. no song. There's no amazing tracks. I don't think. Maybe we'll, we'll maybe we'll reconvene in a week, but I don't yeah. think there's any amazing tracks. There's no I all-time Kanye great. tracks. Oh, Jail with Jay Z. Let's show it. Yeah, that's great. That's it's awesome. That one's awesome. Uh, uh, Believe what I say is the Lauren Hill. That one. one's good. I like Pure Souls a lot. Um, I can't sell my soul. That one is great. Um. Yeah, I like okay okay too. I don't know. I still again I still need to give it like another listen or two mm-hmm. to really make my mind up. Mm-hmm. It's just even the album cover is just like a black square. Yeah, a black and square. you're like, 
I mean, that just feels like sophomore in musical theory class being like, mm-hmm. like everyone's done an album art. What if we just did it? Ooh. Do you know what I mean? Like that yeah. level of like, like, ah, I got it. You know, you okay, dude. your band, the band, haha. Yeah. The band. Um, which is a good band. And they did it in the seventies and they were also a band that was literally the studio band for so many classic rock bands. Yeah. So it famously. Made sense. Yeah. But They're the band. But they yay. used to be the Hawks. They were? Is that true? Yeah, the Hawks, yeah. And then they the, were like, Yeah, do we really want to be the Hawks, like the War Hawks? That's not a great thing. Let's just be man. the band, since everybody just calls us the band. It's one of my good. favorite concert films ever, The Last Waltz. The Martin Scorsese one. Mm-hmm. Dr. John's song on there is such a night. It's one of my favorite performances ever. And Van Morrison doing Caravan. Check it out. Mm. Van Morrison famously thinks all modern music sucks. Is he really? Some, yeah, it's something like this. <laughs> Someone be like, well, "What about?" And he's like, "It all is bad." It's all bad. <laughs> I'm like, "You were like you, but come on, Van Morrison. Like he had one gear, so like shut up. <laughs> like one Van Morrison song is like they're kind of all the same. It's our, 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 our. it's almost Nickelback. Yeah, he wasn't saying. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's all, everybody's always doing Adam Sandler. <laughs> or maybe that's just me. Uh, Jackie Wilkins, yeah. Uh, turn up your radio. Uh, brown eye girl. Uh, it's all struggling to get it out. That's hilarious. Are concert films even hard to make? I feel like you just turn the camera on. Like people, like when stand-up comedies have like, uh, uh, specials have directors. Yeah. Like, what do we really do? Yeah, what did the director do? Like Spike Lee did the American Utopia thing with David Byrne. What just did recently. he do? I don't know. I uh, I don't know. There he wasn't like his, any. There wasn't that shot. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. He put his yeah, name he, on it because then it seems cooler because Spike Lee is yeah. involved and all art is posturing. And if you can posture with a very cool, obviously massively talented director. It looks you good. You got something. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, um, I think I got to wrap it up because my young Baby son Brian. is. Yeah, I know. he's He needs me. All right, Christian. Do your plugs, bro. Uh, Christian Durant Comedy for, dot com for all your Christian Durant needs. King Latifah on all streaming platforms. Yeah, at Brett Rebuild on Instagram and Twitter. Also, get your Brett coin, guys, because, you know, today I got interviewed by someone at Vox. I think they're doing a piece on Brett coin. So we will see how this goes. Very um, good. Very excited. So, if, uh, you know, hopefully it goes to the sun. <laughs> yeah, it goes right to the sun, past the moon, baby. Uh, yeah, check out Nick underscore Whitmer. That's his thing, right? Nick you Whitmer. Can. I should know this. I hear it every week. Uh, check out Nick Whitmer on all social media platforms. All right, y'all. All right, buddy. See ya.